Welcome to Falcon's Reach, a city in which magic is technology. You're listening to Adequately Advanced Magic. Niklaus, you find yourself standing in a town square. You've never really seen this place before, but as you take a look around, you once again note that this is not of your time. You've seen stuff like this in the history books that you were forced to read, and you recognize the markings of architecture from hundreds or even thousands of years ago. Niklaus is confused. Wasn't he just with his friends in the sewers this is happening more often it's not just when i'm sleeping now and he starts searching the square for the the figure he saw before the voices that you've heard in your head murmur and whisper as you take a look around the town square you see a familiar figure a woman with the same ombre blonde hair that you have she's older now you can see the wrinkles in her face, and she's traded her adventurer's clothes for, you know, just normal villager fare. She stumbles towards you, her hand clutching her head. Niklaus will walk towards her. As you approach her, the sounds of the voices intensify, except they're not coming from your own head this time, they're coming from hers. She falls to the ground, and screams. Niklaus will stop, but he doesn't know if he's causing her to react like this or not. As she screams, she makes eye contact with you, and she keeps screaming one phrase over and over again. It's, get these voices out of my head. You realize that her eyes are focused on you, and also around you. You blink for a hot second, Niklaus, and you see... A whole crowd of just different people chatting and talking and crying and laughing with one characteristic linking all of them. It's the same ombre, blonde, colored hair. The woman screams even harder, and then blood comes out of her eyes. It's pretty metal, Joey. Yeah. And she collapses to the floor, dead. Oh no. Niklaus, you look on, and then you realize behind her is a young boy with the same colored hair. And you awaken. It's not ominous at all. Yeah. You awaken with a start, and you find yourself in an extremely makeshift structure. You take a look around and you get your bearings, you see that you're literally just in a small carved-out area from a maintenance corridor. In the distance, you can hear workers yelling and the sounds of machinery. Somehow, within this extremely small makeshift structure, you see Sirius and Hercure. They're both lying on cots. Dead. 
That's right. It's the solo. Yeah. It's the solo <laughs> podcast starring Nicholas. Yeah, everybody's fired except for Roy. <laughs> finally, I can finally get rid of you guys. <laughs> no, just they'll just re-roll characters. Easy. Yeah. There's no sign of Arya, but you do see some of her stuff here, and then it all comes flooding back to you. It's been about three days. Three days. The maintenance worker that you encountered was able to help you take your cure and Cirrus to a small underground work settlement. You learn that this is underground underneath the ecology, and essentially all of the uh, the mechanical stuff ensures its continued operation. Hirkir and Sirius are alive, but have been unconscious for three days. Is there anything that you would have been doing in these past three days? Did we let our people know where we were? How would you have done so? Maybe asked one of the, the workers to send a message to apartment number such and such that we're okay, but we're recovering. Yeah, we can say you did that. You have a brief flashback where you try to talk to some of these nearby workers. Most of them are very distrustful of you, except for the one who pulled you out of the trash monster's grasp, really. His name is Hreedmar. He does make an attempt to send this message for you. Then yeah, other than that, Niklas has been looking out for um, Cirrus and Herkir. If they're unconscious... Do we have them hooked up to like a IV from the emergency? What kind of makeshift? Because <laughs> they don't. Do you do you drink? Do you swallow when you're unconscious? No, right. <laughs> You've been forcing food be, down our throats. There's got to be like an infirmary for the workers, right? So they must have some <laughs> some equipment for that. Yeah, it's been costing you money actually uh, for the oh no doctors come by. As you think back, Niklaus, you remember that it's actually been costing you money, specifically because you're the one awake, to have the local doctor show up. You could just baby bird us, you know? <laughs> it has cost you 200 gold so far. Okay, I had 93, so I went through the pockets of both Hercure <laughs> and Cirrus for the other 107. Okay, hold on. Now we have to do math. God, Joey, why? Just tell me, tell me an amount. <laughs> 107 ha joey how about you make it like some one less so that it's divisible by two easier easier I, I also traded a uh a pound of pemmican <laughs> <laughs> uh here we, we can subtract one <laughs> all right cool so i'm gonna deduct 53 for my uh for my gold does uh, her cure have 53 gold on him her cure has four gold on him <laughs> I had three. I also traded all of our other possessions, a monocle and a masquerade mask that I apparently <laughs> maybe still had. I have 3,000 gold on me. You have 3,000 gold on you? I think it might have been from the plushie and the hush money. Okay, yeah, I just took it all from Cirrus. Shit. What, what, what did you guys buy that made you so poor? Because you guys got like 5,000 gold at the end of the, the I last think that was part, last season. Put yeah. in the bank, and I haven't. We didn't address the money. I was going to use it to pay off debt, and then we never got to that. So it's just 3,000 gold just sitting in my pocket. <laughs> Here, I'll, I'll subtract another 53 so that this doesn't have to be a whole like ordeal. All right, we figured out the money situation. So we paid for the doctor. Yep. 
other than that, Niklaus has been working on his um, meditations to try to corral his uh, voice's problem. Yeah. You have noticed that it's getting worse and isn't limited to when you use certain spells. Did he go back to full HP from yep. the long rest? Okay. Deep inside, you are a bit worried that the next attack, I guess, episode will be even worse. Nearby, Sirius and Hyrkir stir, and the two of you wake up. All right, what what is our status? Fully healed. Hooray. So like long long rested. Yeah, yeah, it's been a long rest. Get the the ding of an oven sound. You're both now 100%. No, no, I'm not. I'm not good enough. I'm not strong enough. Whoa. Um. Good morning. (laughs) 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 Well, there goes the tension. (laughs) Um, damn it. (laughs) I lost my chain of thought now. Uh, Oh, good morning. Where am I? Where's right. where's the monster? We're, we're good. Everything's fine. I was a little worried about you guys. You kind of uh, were a little touch and go for a while. Oof. I did not intend to survive that situation. Why didn't you intend to survive? Well, I had to. We had to save Arya, and that thing was barren. Di- did you see that thing? Yeah, it was terrible. It like whipped at you with tentacles and stuff. Yes, I did not like it. Did you keep Arya safe? She's fine. Yeah, we're so we're still in the ecology. We're in the the maintenance levels. We've sent word to um, our friends back at the apartment, and so they they know we're okay. But you guys, the doctor said not to move you, so we kind of just hung out here till you were better. Where is Arya? Where is here? Also, yeah, where is here? Also, thank you for taking care of us. That was really nice. Of course. Oh, also, I took money from all of you to pay for the doctor. I had money? Well, the cost, the cost kind of like looks at her cares like, yes, I took an equal amount from both of you to pay for the doctor. Huh. Thank you for taking care of us. Yeah. Of course. Uh, but yeah, she, uh, I actually just woke up as well. She, I think she's just stepped out. Her stuff's here, though. And I guess this goes without saying, but that bounty hunter hasn't been by, right? No, no, no. Okay. Nicholas fought him, killed him by himself. It was epic. <laughs> oh, yeah, I totally took care of him. He's dead. It, it was <laughs> yeah, a full-on anime battle. Yeah. Yeah, we added... I have his sword right here, actually. <laughs> <laughs> How are you guys feeling? Are y'all... I'm hungry, but I feel much better than I remember feeling last time I was conscious. I feel like I did the morning after we did that performance at the golden harp i feel like i was hit by a truck or something oh that was that was a good time though yeah (laughs) okay so what now well if you guys are feeling up to moving 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 around uh we can try to meet up with our friends do we need to track down aria yeah i figured we'd find her on the way she couldn't have gotten far Yep. I promised her I would keep her safe, and I intend to follow through on that. Well, we want to help keep you safe, so... Oh, I don't need help being kept safe. Look at me, and I flex. Disagree. Both of us could probably use help. I flex so hard, say. you could see my sweet my, my sweet biceps. Didn't help with the eye yug, did it? 
Well, that was in water. That's different. Everybody <laughs> knows that. Water's your uh, weakness? Th that water's different. Is that, is that how that works? Yeah. Because of physics. Duh. What's a physic? I don't know. So... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, as the three of you are talking about the potential existence of an entire field of science, in walks Friedmar and Arya. You see that Friedmar is a male dwarf with a thick white gray beard and a muscular build. He's wearing very ragged work clothing, and immediately he's like, Oh hell, y'all are awake? Yeah, they just woke up. Yes, it appears so. Sir, are you the one who found us in the sewer? Hell yeah! He does the Arnold Schwarzenegger and like the Predator hand clasp. <laughs> we both, we both just with you. <laughs> or he he initiates it. Go ahead and do a dexterity check to see if you're fast enough to. Oh man, I really hope I am because I want to have this moment now. It's a nineteen. The two of you clasp hands. Yeah, you just see like the veins just bulging out on our biceps. Yeah, yeah now the now the strength one, right? He moves in to do it with Hercure. <laughs> That's a weird sentence. <laughs> 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 and we could never unsee it. <laughs> uh, you you have advanced warning, Hercure, if you want to <laughs> clasp. Okay, I will clasp. Yeah, go ahead and do a dexterity check. Oh, boy. 19. Yeah, you get a good, like... <laughs> you get some good sound from the clasp. It's like... Or something. Does he go for Nicklaus next? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, well while, while he does this with the two of you guys, he, he does introduce himself. Thank you, Mr. Hreedmar. That's an upstanding action you did. You know, our fellow citizens can learn from someone as selfless as you. Yeah, for some reason he goes in with a normal handshake <laughs> for Nicklaus. Sir, sir. Yeah, handshake, handshake done. Everybody gets inspiration. Do we do the handshake? Do we do like a, like a little move on to like the, the fist bump? <laughs> Phase two of the handshake. Yeah, it, it, it's a whole thing. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, like you, you tap the bottom and top of each of your fists together. Like the like the normal handshake, and then the thumb thing, and then the top and the bottom, and then the fist. <laughs> yeah. And then your fists bump, and you like twist them like you're locking like a key or like a door. Yeah. And we both like. Then you touch your elbows together. Then there's a the dance. Chicken dance. Yeah. Arya is just like, well, well, well. Look at the two sleeping beauties. Hercure blushes. There's is also blushing. Um. She sees the two of you blushing and is confused. Confused and also starts blushing. Nobody's ever <laughs> called me beautiful before. Well, that just doesn't seem true. Mm. Um, how are you? No one has ever told Hercure he's beautiful. That's for sure. Well, you don't know you're beautiful. <laughs> he doesn't. Mm. James, James Blunt starts playing in the background. <laughs> Nicholas is wondering if this is actually happening. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this is another part of my nightmare. Or am I still in a fever dream? <laughs> <laughs> you. <wait. laughs> We're all in the stomach of the trash monster right now. <laughs> I'm still Nick, in the pod. I feel like I never uh, got out. Nick, Nicklaus is wishing blood would come out of his eyes. You come out of the pod and it's two completely different people than, than who it was. <laughs> Nicklaus knows the pain of having the highest charisma in the room. Arya, how are you? I'm good. 
I guess I'm glad you guys are awake. She looks away. We're glad you survived. Or something. I'm glad I survived, I guess. Nick Klaus, you know that it was actually all Arya that the two of them are alive. But she doesn't say anything. Yeah, I, I think uh, Nick Klaus, like, turns to Arya and gives, like, a nod, like, thank you again. Friedmar, meanwhile, is like, I bet y'all hella hungry. You know what? You're right. <laughs> I wasn't, I didn't notice, but yeah, I feel like, how long were we out for? Three days. With wow. three days with no food? Yeah, just this saline drip that the doc set up for you. Mm. We would be happy to partake of your generosity, Friedmar. My generosity? Y'all are paying. Your generosity, Friedmar. <laughs> Regardless, uh, they could both use a meal. Hell yeah! <laughs> Let's go on over to the cafeteria over there. Alright, we go to the cafeteria. Yeah, the three of you, plus Arya and Friedmar, head out. You guys see that... The settlement is just really built into the network of maintenance corridors. Uh, basically, wherever there's space, someone lives there. As the three of you walk through, you see dozens of workers just living in makeshift structures built into the various like underground mechanisms and nooks and crannies. Creedmart mm -hmm. leads you guys into an intersection where some of the corridor has been cleared out to create a larger space. In one corner is the doctor's office, and you see a very crudely written sign that says as such. Niklaus, you wonder about the quality of healthcare and whether the doctor slowed down or sped up the recovery speed of your friends. We would have recovered it within one day otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> In another corner, you see a store with various wares just sort of sitting around. And it, it looks like one of these, like, bargaining scrap stores. Like, they just have a lot of junk. In another corner, you see a makeshift cafeteria, or cafe, really. Some of the workers here are just eating your typical Magitech-created food. And in the last corner, you see a makeshift office. There's another crudely written sign here, and it says, Foreman's Office. Friedmard leads you guys to the cafe, uh, I, I don't know, the, the food establishment. The mess hall. Yum, yum yum. As you approach, you see that the workers look at you with distrust. Their eyes sort of glare at you, and it's, it, it's almost sort of like a school lunch situation. As you sit down, they get up and leave and go to a different table. Friedmard ignores this and just puts up five fingers. And he's like, five, please. Does uh, Niklaus get a sense of uh, why the rest of the people are so standoffish? Go ahead and do an insight check. It's going to be a 12. Yeah, you, you take a look around, and your, your feeling is that these people have little supplies. And that with the addition of four other peoples that, that cuts down even more on the supplies that they have down here. Hmm. Eventually a dwarven worker comes by and just slides you five bowls of JYMO tofu. TM. TM. Which uh, flavors do we get? There is no flavor. Flavor costs extra. Pure <laughs> tofu flavor. Sirius ravenously consumes it very quickly. 
Yeah, Herkir is uh, not wasting any time. No, 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 no. Niklaus was about to say something before his friends started like devouring the food, and he's like, he kind of shakes his head. He turns to uh, Reedmar and Arya's like, I have a most of a prestidigitation magitech. Do you guys want for the food? Hell yeah, make mine extra spicy, please. What about you, uh, Arya? Arya is, is just like, on a scale of one to ten, seven out of ten sweet. Okay, I can do that. And he fiddles with the a broken or a used magitech. And he kind of like hides in his hand a little bit. It's like, it's got a little bit left in it. And he uh, uses precious digitation on the, the GYMO branded patty. Cirrus, Cirrus opens her mouth. It's like, can you make my savory? Sure, just please eat with your mouth closed. Yeah. <laughs> All right, great. He, he does that. Mm, thank you. Yum, 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 yum. As the five of you guys eat, Friedmar says... So what the hell are y'all gonna do now? Well, we're actually looking for Arya's uncle. Seems to have gone missing. You wouldn't have happened to have heard anything about a um, Mr. Negrum from the 21st floor? Hell no, I don't talk with them upper dwellers. Have you heard about anybody else going missing, maybe? Hell yeah, everybody goes missing down here all the time. That's... that's not good, Creedmar. What's happening? Nah, it's okay. We all have insurance. <laughs> <laughs> but could you really put a price on life? Apparently, yeah. It's called uh, actuarial science. We did it all the time back at... Uh, it's not important. It, okay. Um, but it seems important, but I'll, but I'll stop talking about it. Arya pipes up and she says, Oh yeah, about that. So I've been looking at my uncle's journal, and I think he left the code for me in here. She pulls out the journal. Ooh, the quest item. Oh yes, I'm I'm quite adept at reading code from my from my work on the force. Uh, so many people leave messages and thieves can't. You become quite adept at translating them after a while. Oh, you understand thieves can't? Sh um, sort of. Fifty percent. <laughs> she took an introductory course. Yeah. <laughs> she took uh, one semester, but not, <laughs> but not the second semester. <laughs> it was part of the general uh, requirements, but I didn't. I didn't take the elect the further electives. Well, what have you found out? Oh yeah. Well, my uncle used to use this code with me when I was younger. It, it, it's a pretty simple cipher code based on actually a, a theatrical script of the play My Canary. So basically, if I can get my hands on that script, I should be able to figure out what this code is. Okay. All right. How hard could that be? Our best bet is probably to head to the entertainment floors. Do they have, like, uh, like libraries there? Yeah, or we can ask around. I'm sure someone still has it on production. Oh. Me and my uncle used to go see it all the time. It's his favorite play, actually. Okay. Well, that sounds like a plan. All right. I think we should probably check in with our group first. And hopefully avoid any more run-ins with this duster man. Yeah, you get to meet everybody, Arya. Oh boy, I can't wait. <laughs> Does she seem excited, Joey? Go ahead and do an insight check. Right, we have a pet rabbit. And Ooh, that was not a great... <laughs> that was uh, 3 plus 3 is 6. <laughs> she seems extremely forthcoming and definitely not, sar not sarcastic. <laughs> uh, that's good. We have a pet rabbit... And we have... He's not... You can't say... You can't say he's a pet. Yeah, but she's young and childlike and 
this might make her more excited to meet our friends. Oh, you're not... How, pardon me for asking, are you, but how old are you? She's a youth. She's one of them Gen 12s. How, how old are you, Hukir? Uh, 19, I believe. Arya is roughly the same age in no mirrors. Friedmar listening in is like, Oh, hell, y'all are going to be stuck here for a little bit. The elevator's not coming down for three more weeks. What? What? Yeah, the uh, we, we come down in shifts for month-long shifts. Huh. I'm sorry. Uh, do you say that you live here for a month without leaving? Hell yeah. Uh, Elevator comes down each month bringing people and supplies. People go back up. Is there not a stairway? Uh, yeah, th- there is a stairway, but uh, pe- uh, we never use it. Some people went missing last time. Hmm. I don't think we can afford to wait here for three weeks. Yeah, who knows what Valdivian or Arcane will do with the information we need in that in that time, now that they know that we know that they know that we know. <laughs> what the hell are y'all talking about? I don't know. We need to get out of here. Yeah, I think we might just have to risk it with the stairs. Yes, I don't think we have three weeks to wait. Well, yeah, I, I guess y'all could either take the stairs or y'all can talk to the foreman and see if he can try to get the elevator down. I mean, how many floors down are we? We're real deep down here. So, like, ten floors? More, maybe more like fifty. Oh! Fifty floors. Oh, I just woke up. I don't know if I could walk up fifty flights of stairs. I mean, we could do it over, like, more than one day. <laughs> so we sleep on the on one of the landings? It's not the worst idea. I mean, we could we talk could. to the foreman. Maybe maybe there's a special dispensation he can run for us. Yeah, I'd like to try that before we <laughs> before we go up 50 flights of stairs. Yeah, well, we'll see what the foreman says, and then, you know, worst case scenario, 50 flights, it's not that bad. It's fine. What could go wrong? <laughs> Hey everybody, thank you so much for listening. My name is Mitchell, and I play Cirrus, the half-elf paladin, on the podcast. Uh, I want to give a special plug for the coffee account we recently established. If you want to support us, you can go there, coffee, at AA Magic Pod, and that's K-O-F-I, coffee. Uh, also, please check out our social media at AA Magic Pod. We're on Reddit, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. So please join us as Hercure, Niklaus, and Cirrus continue their adventures underneath the arcology. Will they escape? I have no idea. The five of you guys finish your meal. Arius is like, alright, so what do we do next? Well, we can go have a talk with the foreman. What other places of interest have you see besides the foreman? There's a store. There was a store. We have no money. I have money. I want to go to, I want to go check out the store. Niklaus knows this, isn't okay with that. He's okay with that. I feel like we got beat pretty bad recently. I think we need more healing things, and maybe some of us need better armor, slash, I think I need better armor. You wanted to check out the uh, sword there, Darius? Well, while we're not currently being pursued, and we have a moment of respite, so we might as well see what they have here. Maybe if we give them some, if we contribute to the local economy, maybe people here will stop staring at us so weirdly <laughs> yeah i might need to withdraw some from our bank funds all the all the store vendors have access to that right charge charge to our bank account yeah they're all they're all linked yeah doctor only took hard currency but at least the store we can spend some money 
Uh, we, we mosey on to the uh, the vendor. Yeah. You take a look. Uh, you see a sort of a strange-looking dwarf manning the stand. I think you mean dwarfing the stand. Oh, boo. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> uh, contrary to the other dwarfs that you have seen, he's completely bald. Including, like, both... Is he also clean-shaven? Yeah. He only has a few stray hairs sticking out of his ears and his nose. In fact, the, the hairs from his nose could almost be a mustache. Ew. How many of the people down here are dwarves? It heavily leans dwarf. Okay. But there are others, just mostly dwarf. Yeah. He sees you approach and he says, What do you want? Uh, what do you have on sale today, fine shopkeep? I have this stuff. Go ahead and do a perception check. Okay. He's looking. <laughs> I'm looking. Yeah, I'll, I'll look. As in 11 to perception. 17 for Niklaus. Oof. 15 for her care. Starting from the lowest to the top. Sirius, you take a look behind him and you see that he has a lot of various knickknacks. Like a lot of, well, let's just call it junk. But amongst the stuff, you do spy some Magitek. You see that he has a burning hands module for the shotgun. Ooh. A Featherfall Magitek. A Grease Magitek. Alright. A Expeditious Retreat Magitek. Okay. A large stack of 2x4s of wood. Is wood relatively unusual, or is that just... It is a little bit unusual here. And for some reason, he just has a giant lump of iron. Like, it looks like it could weigh about 50 kilograms. The Burning Hands is 200 gold, the Featherfall is 50 gold, the Grease is 50 gold, the Expedition's Retreat is 50 gold, the Wood is 100 gold, and the Large Lump of Iron is 200 gold. Does he have, like, other things, like healing potions and things like that? Those are the things that you see to be valuable. There's also, like, a lot of other knickknacks. Like, if you wanted a crowbar or something like that, he could probably go back and find it for you. Okay, but he doesn't have healing potions or anything like that. Yeah, he, he does not have any healing potions. Okay. Man, we really need to get some. <laughs> Meanwhile, next up, Hyrkir, hidden amongst the junk, you notice that there's a peculiar pair of boots, and they glow faintly magically. What? Is there anything visually special about them beyond? Go ahead and do a investigate check from this distance. Investigate. Ah, nine. It's too hard to tell. Was there a price on that one? No, it's, it's actually buried in the junk, so there's no price. You also see what appears to be a plushy eye. Like, you see just, like, the face of a plushy barely sticking out of the junk. Meanwhile, Niklaus, you see a somewhat familiar object, also amongst the junks, on, on top of, like, all this other stuff. You see a familiar Walkman-looking disc. Oh, is there any logo on the disc, or...? Niklas will have to do a investigate check too. Gotcha. Yeah, he'll, he'll he'll try to get a closer look at the logo. Ooh, twelve plus six is eighteen. You take a look at the Walkman disc, and on it you can see a very faint symbol on it, and it's a pair of lock picks. I can't believe you would just throw such an overpowered thing in front of us, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> Niklas will kind of browse through the the junk kind of picking stuff up and putting it down he is looking for other things that probably would be maybe useful like a crowbar or something like that so he wants to kind of group that 
with the the Walkman disc, and he's gonna keep an eye on see if uh, Hercure picks up the the plushie or the or the boots, just to kind of like have something that they. I want to buy this in a bulk and maybe try to get a deal out of it. So he'll just kind of like browse and like pick a few things up from the junk pile, uh, including the Walkman disc. What sort of junk do you pick up? So he picks up the Walkman disc. He glances over at Hercure to see if he's gonna pick up the the boots and the plushie. Does he like make eye contact with her care and like nods at it? And he's like, "Are you gonna get that?" No, but I was like, what, "Were you talking about the the boots and the plushie?" I was looking at both of those things, but yeah, he wants to make sure between the two of he you know what he's gonna uh, telepathically communicate or attempt to with uh, her care. How does that uh, work with his current psionic problems? This is a definitely a good. <laughs> Good one. You to, said this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So he'll telepathically talk to Hercure and say, Hercure, there's the boots here and the plushie and this walking disc. I want to make sure we get these. But I don't want him to, like, try to jack up the prices on us. So we don't want to let him know that we really want these. I'm going to pick up the Walkman disc and some other junk. Do you want to get the, the boots and the plushie and we'll just pay for it from the, the group account? Yeah, sounds good. Okay. So he'll so Niklaus will buy or set aside the Walkman disc, a crowbar, and assorted like metal small tools, and he'll walk to the vendor to see how much it'll cost. As you end your telepathy with your cure, the voices in your head scream at you, culminating in a sharp high pitched sound. And you take twenty damage. Mm. Oh, I don't know if that uh yeah, maybe that food didn't agree with me. Ah, uh okay yeah maybe i won't do the food again uh class are you okay do you need to use the restroom no it's 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 fine everything's fine if you keep all that in you know it's just gonna get worse no yeah i understand but uh you know sometimes you just gotta let what's gonna happen happen you know um i would prefer to not be around when what happens happens no no (laughs) yeah uh you know what it's gonna be fine i feel like it's already fine it just, you know, for a moment there. Well, Sirius, like a, go, go ahead and do like some, some uh, blood coming out of his yeah. nose. Yeah. You're, you're bleeding <laughs> well, I profusely. To, yeah. <laughs> I was about to have Mitchell do a perception check to see if he can see the blood coming out of your ears. I mean, I could if you want me to. I think you just see it. I'm like facing you and it's just, it's just coming out of my, my nose and maybe a little bit from my ear. Uh, Nicholas, you're not okay. I mean, I'm not a doctor or anything, but having blood just pouring out of your nose and ears is not okay. What? Oh, oh no, yeah. It. I oh, sorry, I didn't realize. Here, come here, come uh, here. Sirius will go to him and will he will do a lay on hands for ten for ten hit points. Oh yeah, see, I'm that that pretty much took care of it. It's you know, it's my allergies. Um, <laughs> the you know, there's a lot of mold down here in the in the maintenance areas, and it's just not agreeing with me. You know, that's, I think that's what it is. I just think you've just been acting off since we've left Candaloon, and um, it's starting to worry me. Uh, you know, it's just you know how I hear the voices, right? Yeah, sometimes, yeah, they're a little loud, and it hurts a bit. But you know, these things happen. You know, you're in a pod, you're abducted by people, you start hearing voices. You know, yeah, it's fine. Everything is fine. Maybe you should at least hydrate. Yeah, let me just let me just wrap up this purchase and then you know. I'll... Ooh, what you buying? 
Take a look, I got this uh, pile of junk. How much for this pile of junk, good sir? Uh, we cut to Hercure real fast. As you peruse the goods, Arya appears next to you and is like, Hey. Oh, hi. You think you could buy those boots for me? F for you? Yeah. Um, we were gonna get the boots, but I don't know about for you. Um, do you, do you need some boots? Yeah, they look pretty fashionable. I, I don't know anything about that. But yeah, I'm gonna get those boots. Um, but for me, I I can't promise that they'll be for you. It will have to be up to everyone. Hercule looks nervously over at uh toward Nicholas uh, we're, and we're, Sarah. We're engaged in a, a conversation. You know, you're kind of <laughs> on your own for this one, buddy. <laughs> it's time to make a decision. <laughs> well, I'm just telling you, we really like those boots. Yeah, they they do look. Nice. He, like, shuffles up to pick them up. Shuffles over to pick them up. Yeah. You pick up the boots, and do you pick up anything else? I was going to pick up that plushie. You see a large, four-legged animal plushie. It has a long, muscular body and a mane of hair, except the hair is actually fire. It has a long, slender head with two large eyes and a pair of pointed ears. The body is covered in black hair, and it almost seems like there's smoke coming off of it. Is it a nightmare? It is a nightmare. You've solved my puzzle. What do we win? You recognize it as a demon horse. <laughs> a nightmare. Demon horse. So metal. Nice little mini game we had. <laughs> nice. I feel. I feel good. It's like the Pokemon. What's this Pokemon? <laughs> right? <laughs> which which thing from the monster manual is this? Yeah, you pick that up. Do you dump it with the pile that... Uh, yeah, I'm going to take things, both things over to uh, the pile, kind of absentmindedly. Yeah. Niklaus, what are you doing? Are you still bleeding over there? <laughs> no, the, the bleeding stopped. Making his way back to Hercure uh, and the vendor. The vendor looks at the two of you and he says, 5,000 gold. Go ahead and do a quick perception check. I got 21 on mine. 15. The two of you note that he didn't even look at what you brought over. 5,000 seems like a lot. No. It's not a lot? How much for this without the paper clips? 4,999. Hmm. Do you work off of credit? No, there is not. What about trade-in value? What do you got? Alright guys, sidebar. Um, hey, what are you buying over there, Niklaus? That, how's it 5,000 gold? Okay, so there's a few things in here that are actually really good. One, there's another Walkman disc. Ooh. You know how good those are? Uh, I don't, but I trust you. They're pretty good. They make you better at stuff. Ooh, okay. Yeah. There's also a plushie. Wait, what? Which is just, right, <laughs> right? Whoa. Calm, we, don't give the game away. Serious just loudly is like, oh, we really need that. Okay, so yeah, the plushie's there, which is just, it's just money. It's money. So we want to get the plushie so we get our money back, kind of some of our money back. And then there's those, those boots that Hercure picked up. Okay. That'll be a great help to someone on our team. Okay. You saw that they were, they were like, they were like family magical, right? These boots? They just look like boots. I don't know. They got, they got, a, they got the, the hallmark of, of a magical. They look, they look good. Yeah. They're, they're very stylish. Okay. Oh. I mean, I guess, but really it's the magic part that... Anyway, so yeah, we want to get those. Okay. 
I was looking at some of that Magitech that they were selling, and you know those planks of wood look would look real nice in our in our apartment back in Cantaloupe. But uh, yeah, okay, good. E- even even without the the planks of wood, though, uh, the price is more than we have, right? We only have how much do we have in the account? Thirty three hundred in the account. Hmm. Well, now some some of that money will come back when we when we trade in the plushie. How much were the plushies again? Or how much did they? It was like one thousand per plushie or two thousand per plushie. Joey, depends on how rare they are. <laughs> so I guess we can find out how much he's selling the plushie for. Because if he's selling it for two thousand gold, then we probably won't right make much for it. Hmm. Okay. But we should definitely get the the Walkman and the the boots. Well, do we really need the Walkman? Yes. Okay. So I mean, we've managed thus far without the Walkman. So the it has a picture on it. Uh huh. Of of lock picks and in the past the picture kind of let us know what kind of skill it would help us with that i don't know about you but i really hate not being able to get through a door for a whole session so (laughs) (laughs) but we're we're not thieves nicklaus we're not just gonna break into people's places right you don't want to damage their property which is why we use the lock pick so there's no damage Right, because if we have to get into somewhere to save someone's life, it's much better that we get in without damaging their their door. I think just or if we if we need to investigate, you know, someplace and the door was impeding the investigation. Well, then we just weren't meant to go there anyway. That's a little fatalistic. I, you know, I, I feel like we're more of a kind of a seize our own destiny type of group. <laughs> um, <laughs> I I'm just saying we've managed thus far without it and. Yeah. Okay, but we've lo- we lost one of our our members. Okay, uh, I I just don't want to oh, lose so to a door. I don't want- <laughs> to a locked door. I mean, the- you weren't use- there. Yes, I had to use spells to open doors. Okay, and sometimes just one more spell is what all you need is to save someone's life. I I feel like there's a very circular logic being thrown around here. But I mean, if you want to jack up, so the you price- see the logic. You see the logic. Okay, great. I'm glad. I'm glad we're on the same pitch. If you want to jack up the price so, of this purchase by what sounds like 4,000 gold for this Walkman. We don't know how much the Walkman is, because uh, that was for everything. Well, ask him. Excuse me, sir? As you look up, you see there's actually an argument going on between Arya and the store owner. Uh-oh. What are they arguing We, we walk about? over. We walk over. Her cute. kind of stays off to the side a little bit. <laughs> I don't like conflict. Arya goes, you're just jacking up the price because we're not from around here. And then proceeds to curse out the shop owner. Meanwhile, the store owner has this sort of look on his face where he, like, has the, the anime sweat bead on his side of his face. Are you trying to cheat us, sir? No. I would like to know if he's lying to me. Go ahead and do an insight check. All right. And then I have a thing I'll do. Oh, no. I'm going to use spy ability. <laughs> I rolled a... Six. I'm assuming that fails, right? Yeah. Okay, when I make an ability check that fails, I can spend one sorcery point to re-roll the d20, and then I must use the new roll, so I'm going to use the sorcery point. As uh, I look at him, I uh, squint extra hard to see if he was lying to me. <laughs> yeah, that's better. That's a 13. You take a look at his face, and he has the same look of distrust of outsiders as the guys earlier at your schoolyard lunch table. What Arya is saying is true. He is trying to cheat us. 
All right, Cirrus puffs out her chest so that her she looks extra policey and says, Sir, marking up prices above the lawful amount is a crime, and you can be reported for that. And if you are jacking up the prices, I'll know. So you, you best get offer us a fair deal. <laughs> yeah! That was, that was quite the... Quite the yeah. <laughs> what? In this dystopian world, would there be scalping laws? <laughs> Anti-scalping laws? Sure, but they would only apply to wealthy people. I don't know. If if, <laughs> if they did exist. Cyrus might be talking out her butt right now a little bit. There okay. Might be, okay. He, uh, might, he, he might have to have a license to sell things in the city, but he probably doesn't have that, right? <laughs> okay, Cyrus, are you making this up or do you believe that this is the truth? Cyrus believes that... <laughs> Well, okay, let's see. This is a dystopia, so there probably wouldn't be a law about this, but Cirrus is... So yeah, Cirrus is making this up. Okay, go and roll a deception check. I wanted to say I believed it to be true, but I feel like in this dystopia... How the lawful have fallen. Yeah. <laughs> the Klaus wipes a tear from his eye from pride. Cirrus is still lawful, but, you know, she's having a bit of a, a, bit of a, bad, a bad girl streak right now. Let's see. Deception is that. So. Come on, give me something good. That is a non-natural 20. Another sweat bead appears on his face. His bald, bald face. So it's extra visible. The combined pressure of you guys crowding around him and Arya's non-stop cursing <laughs> cows the store owner into submission. And he says, 800 gold, take it or leave it. I, what do you guys think? That's, yeah, that's that seems good. That seems probably okay. Okay, we agree. He holds out a hand to accept your money. Charge it to our bank of thousands fucking reach account. Here's our, our routing information. All right. Also, Cirrus has things she wants to buy separately from this. Okay. Cirrus will buy... Ooh, that's a fair amount. All right. Cirrus will buy everything except the iron. <laughs> okay. What if there's something good inside? Okay, so that's 450 gold, and a pi uh, that includes a pile of two-by-fours. <laughs> I might have, like, misunderstood how... <laughs> might not have visualized what a two by how big a two-by-four was. <laughs> it's two inches by four feet. Oh, okay, just kidding about that. <laughs> All right, everything except those. I mean, oh, you don't want the wood anymore? I'm trying to figure out how Sirius would carry the wood now. Just on her shoulders. Yeah, just carry it on just, your back. All right, sure. Just I just thought it'd be funny to get a bunch of wood. Okay, yeah, so I'll just deduct 450 gold from Cirrus's account, or Cirrus's personal funds. And now we have a bunch of Magitech, some shotgun ammo, and a bunch of wood. Okay, thank you, goodbye. He closes his shop. <laughs> well, that was rude. Uh, I'm sorry, I yell as, I, as we leave. Cirrus feels bad about lying. You should title this episode, Seriously Big Wood. <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas will take a minute to investigate the magical properties of the boots, and he tells his friends that that's what he's doing. Nicholas, you take a look at the boots. Meanwhile, Arya sidles up next to you, Hukir, and she's like, "Oh, hey, thanks for buying me the boots." I that hasn't been confirmed yet. We have to see what they are first. Hukir, you made a promise. I think I made no promises. Nicholas, you investigate the boots. And you 
find that they are furred. They are the boots, boots with the fur. With the fur. Is that what it says on the tag? These are the boots with the fur. Not just any, not just any boots with the fur. You sort of poke around in them and they are snug and actually very quite warm. It seems like it would protect you against cold. And you take a look underneath at the sole and you see that there's some design here that would allow you to deal with ice or snow. They got chains. <laughs> Somehow the boots also protect you against very, very cold temperatures up to negative 50 degrees Fahrenheit. Nice. Although I don't know if it gets that cold in uh, Hawkins Reach. Wait, you mean when you say protect, do you mean just your feet or your whole body? Your entire body. Oh, they are that comfy. You could be that naked. Interesting. Thought it would have been funny if it was just your feet. All right. He finishes his uh, magical inspection, turns to the group and is like, hey, these are pretty good boots. They'll keep you warm even in the coldest possible temperatures. Mm. Good pickup, Hercure. And he hands them out to Hercure. Oh, uh, how cold does it get in, in Falcon's Reach? It snows every now and then, but pretty rarely hits negative 50 degrees Fahrenheit. Okay, so it's not- I don't know if Niklaus made that technical part clear, but... <laughs> no, I just said the very cold. Coldest coldest possible temperatures. Okay, it, it, it doesn't get that cold, usually. Gotcha. Because um, uh, looking, looking at his group's choice of footwear, Niklaus is wearing his dress shoes from when he still worked at about uh, <laughs> They are, like, uh, beat the fuck up. Like <laughs> He presses digitates them daily. <laughs> <laughs> There's some damage that you cannot mend yeah. or press to digitate. But they, they've definitely served him pretty well. So he's, he's happy with them until he finds a nicer pair of dress shoes. And then uh, Cirrus has her, her police boots, right? Yep. Jack, boot, jack boots? Jack boots. <laughs> she has her jack boots, and she also has a pair of sneakers that she sometimes wears. And then uh, Hercure had, what, sandals? I forgot. <laughs> what did you have? Yeah, of, they're, they're very, like leather, they're leather, very leather. worn leather thongs a very worn pair of sandals he's just been wearing sandals this whole time you've been wearing sandals even in the sewer when we were trudging through sewage you were wearing sandals so that's why he handed the boots to her no wonder you got sick (laughs) yeah you you need them man here you go yeah but he also is is looking at uh aria at this point niklaus has wandered off so he's no longer aware of aria is looking expectantly at you here 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 it's bad to make a promise to a girl not follow through Okay, here, here, you can have them. He gives her the boots. Wow, thanks, Hercure. You're, you're welcome. <laughs> Wasn't actually expecting you to give it to me, but she puts the boots on. Mmm, warm. Cirrus, <laughs> hold, holding her two-by-fours over her shoulder, walks off towards the foreman's office. I'm picturing, like, a giant stack in each arm. Yes. <laughs> on each shoulder. Yes. <laughs> it's pretty great. I feel very good about this purchase. You could see like the the veins popping out on the on the forearm. <laughs> it's really not that it's really not that hard. You guys head towards the foreman's office. Yeah, yep. I'm sure there's plenty of room in Papa's apartment for these. Creed Mar has just been drinking in the background. He he he's very easily distracted. <laughs> the five of you guys head towards the foreman's office, and you head inside. It's a single room with a makeshift Coca Bolo desk. Made up of various Coca Bolo scraps. This one, like a normal piece of wood with the Coca Bolo design, like painted on. Yeah. 
Sitting behind the desk, you see another dwarf. He's a little bit on the older side. He also has a white beard, and he's wearing a large yellow hard hat. His eyes bulge as he shuffles through paperwork on his desk. He looks up for a hot second, looking at all of you guys. Does he have a, a nameplate on his desk? Yeah. You see that he's actually wearing a name tag and says Foreman Ironfoot. Ironfoot? Yeah. As the group approaches, he, without looking up, he says, Friedmar, what do you want? I'm busy here. Hello, sir. My name is Cirrus. This is Niklaus. This is Hirkir. This is Friedmar, who I'm sure you know, and this is Arya. Our humble group would really appreciate it if you would let us go upstairs. Cirrus knows that she nailed this. <laughs> you don't need my permission to go upstairs. Oh, okay, great. So uh, we can use the elevator? No. Could we please use the elevator? No. May I ask why? Elevator is expensive. Oh, that is true. We re I remember that. That's a thing. How expensive? More money than you would earn in a year, copper. He looks at your uniform. Sirius looks embarrassed. It's like, you don't... I'm sure it's less than what you think. Especially now. Elevator's expensive. We can only call it down once a month. You gotta wait three weeks and you take back it up for free. Is there some sort of deal we could cut, maybe? We're, we're very skilled individuals. Oh yeah, how skilled? Well, I'm pretty strong. Niklaus is pretty smart. And... Hirkir is good with plants. Go ahead and do a persuasion check. Okay. And if anybody wants to help out somehow, go ahead. Yeah, Niklaus will say... Niklaus will say, we've gone toe-to-toe -to -toe with the man in the duster. Oh, yeah? He walked away from us. <laughs> you, is this... You, you, <laughs> I, I, technically true, actually. Yep. You could, you, <laughs> you could say he couldn't slide away from his problems. I think you might have just made the check harder. I don't that. get it. <laughs> well, no, I'm confusing him, thereby making his mental state vulnerable. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sirius, go ahead and roll your persuasion check with advantage. All right. Well, the first thing I rolled was a nat 20, so that'll be tw 27. <laughs> he eyes your group over. I flash him my most winningest of smiles. Niklaus does a slight sleight of hand with one of the, the, uh, the silver coin that he has. Wait, what? From my original character creation, I had a silver coin <laughs> from the, the Heart of Darkness uh, <laughs> background. Wait, are you trying to do, like, a magic trick or something? No, just, like, the finger roll, you know, what goes between. Uh -oh. I thought you were going to, like, yeah, yeah, go yeah. behind his ear and be like, mmm. Not <laughs> All right. You guys look like you know how to fight. I got a rust monster infestation on corridor 95-5 MGS. How many? The whole calling of them. Rust monster. Is Nikos familiar with the rust monster? Go ahead and do a history check. Is Herc here familiar with rust monsters? Also do a history check. History, not nature. I guess they're not natural. Can I also do a history check? Sure. Uh, it, it can be either, actually. Go ahead and do a history or a nature check. 18 with nature. 15 for Nikos. I got a 14. Yep, a 14. Yeah. These kinds of monsters are... A large insect-like creature with a like a rust-red chitinous exoskeleton. It has four legs and two antennae, and it just loves to eat ferrous metals. Yes, it does. 
if Nicholas had to compare its difficulty in comparison to something like a horde of dust methods, how many dust methods would it take <laughs> to Nicholas? <laughs> how challenging, you know, in other words, would it perhaps it be? Yeah. Individually, you could probably take it down with relative ease, just based on your own assessment of you, Hukir, and Sirius's combat capabilities that you've seen before. If you're dealing with a horde of them, though, that's a different story. If we were able to do them in chunks, would it be more reasonable, or even then would it be risky? I mean, it, it just depends on... If How you're many? killing them one at a time, then it probably you'll probably get pretty tired after a while. But as you sort of do this mental tactical assessment in your head, you also recall that... You also recall you're not feeling too good right now. Or oh. mentally, at least. Uh, is great, though, so... Yeah, he doesn't say anything uh, straight away. He looks at his other... We can probably do this. Oh, we can definitely do this. You say they eat metal, right? Yeah. Sirius looks at the planks of wood that she's holding. <laughs> yeah, this ain't gonna be no trouble. Okay, or you can just take the emergency exit, be my guest. How long does it usually take to get up those 50 flights of stairs? No idea. Last couple guys who went that route never came back. Yeah, I don't like the idea of not coming back. I mean, do we, do we really want to come back once we make it up? I mean, in like the dying sense of not coming back, you know? Maybe they just found a better opportunity above land. I, I cannot refute this. Or they died horribly in the stairwell. If you guys feel confident about the rust monsters, uh, I'm happy to contribute. Well, we could always try it, and if it looks not doable, we can then take the stairs. Yeah. Yeah, it really depends on what infestation means. You said a whole colony, right? Yes. I don't know what that means. Do we know uh, typical colony sizes? It's probably scores. Oof. Scores. Put that in. That's lots. Quotation marks. That is certainly not one we could take on all at once, for sure. I hope it was clear that I'm planning to hit these with these woods. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was very clear. <laughs> okay. That was not clear uh, at all. <laughs> no, yeah, that's not what Nicholas is expecting. Uh, he was expecting, like, a, a wooden barricade. Oh. <laughs> that's also smart. Uh, I mean, you could always use the the iron we saw back at the shop as bait. Oh. Hmm. Ooh, I forgot about that. That's... Okay. That's very clever. That's a good idea. I think we could handle this. So we take out this infestation. You call the elevator for us? Yeah. The corridor needs to be repaired. Once you clear out the infestation, I'll call down more workers. The elevator has to go up anyways. All right. All right. 95.5 MGS, right? Yes. All right. Friedmar here can take you there. I just want to let you know, Friedmar is a stand-up guy. Oh hell, Nick Klaus, you didn't have to do that for me. I like the cut of his jib. <laughs> There's an employee review. You should give him full marks. There's a certain je ne sais quoi about him. Okay, I'll keep that in mind. A real dwarf's dwarf, if you know what I mean. If you'll excuse me now, I'm busy. <laughs> of course, of course. Okay. We, we, we go. The group leaves the foreman's office. As the group does, Arya turns around and is like, uh, okay, so how are you guys gonna take care of, you know, like, literal dozens of giant 
metal-eating insects. Cirrus gestures to the wood. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you know, just because they eat metal doesn't mean they're weak to non-metal, right? Yes, but they can't... They're not going to rust and corrode the wood, so there's no issue or fear with using it as a weapon or a barricade. Yeah, I see I see no problem with this. Okay, good. I always I always knew you were a good egg, Arya. We have some tricks up our sleeves. What do you guys want to do before you head off for corridor what was it? Uh 955 MGS. Thank you for writing that down. Uh we'll buy the the bait iron. As you head over to the store, you realize that he had closed up shop. He had closed up shop. <laughs> son, of a, son of a bitch. If only we knew. How could we have known? <laughs> I knock on the door. <laughs> There's no answer. Uh, he Chekhov gunned us. Well, you want to use your fancy new ear uh, Walkman to to get in there, huh, Niklaus? Yeah. No. I mean, I do want to use it, but not to get in there. I figure we can find some iron in a maintenance hallway somewhere that's probably true even if it's just like scrap pieces of iron i I do have these little little metal pins and clips and a crowbar those are made of iron better than nothing okay so the idea i had was we go over there see what it looks like try to find an area that is somewhat choke pointy create a wooden barricade perhaps even small palisade who knows how much wood do you have i don't know (laughs) (laughs) an amount yeah and then uh, we lure them into that narrow section, and then I just constantly cast Tasha's Castic Brute, because it affects a 30-foot long line. I also have this Burning Hands module for my shotgun, which we can use if they're taking up the whole hallway and none of you are in front of me when I fire it off. Yeah, and then, you know, we just keep acid-ing them to death. I see no flaws in this plan. I can also hit them with Tidal Wave. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Make them extra rusty. I can hit him yeah, with a can... couple of those. <laughs> Anytime they start like climbing over the walls or whatever, just wash them away. What could possibly go wrong? I can't imagine anything. Arya says, I can't imagine anything. And the five of you guys head out. One, this is Joe, your distantly adequate dungeon master. It looks like it's going to be a short month for April. Both Roy and I are out of town, and, and we weren't able to get as much editing done than I would have preferred. So we'll be temporarily going on a bi-weekly schedule at best, and then we'll be back full force in May, hopefully. The good news is that we have a couple of new voices filling in while we're gone who are finally recording our Desperate Orchard's Housewives one-shot. So be sure to tune in for that whenever it comes out. In the meantime, join us next time as Kirkir, Nick Klaus, and Sirius come up with a plan. <laughs>